Day number two. The cuckoo clock chiming twelve confirmed it was a new day, my second in West Cork, though it was still pitch black outside. Our deal struck, we were eager to put our experiment to its first test. Meg had set the dishes in the sink to soak overnight, but otherwise any cleanup was left for the morning, and we retreated to our respective rooms to change. I stood in the hallway outside Patrick and Meg's closed door, my one fuzzy cheetah print slipper impatiently tapping, my third and latest knock as yet unanswered. Sounds from inside suggested a slightly mad scramble, and a closet door repeatedly opening and closing. A wardrobe malfunction in the making? I wasn't exactly dressed for sexual success myself. Along with the slippers, I'd thrown on the white terry cloth robe I'd fished out of my luggage. One of the few clothing items I had with me that was clean, it covered me from neck to ankle. When the door finally opened, it was Patrick who stood behind it. Wearing a silk print robe that might have belonged to Mash's Hawkeye Pierce, he gave me an awkward smile and stood back for me to enter. Their bedroom was only slightly larger and less bare bones than mine. The furniture, an iron four-poster, painted wood night table, and single dresser didn't look antique so much as salvaged. The floor was uncarpeted, the wood board stripped in places, and left stained in others, as though the project had been abandoned in progress. There were chintz curtains at the one window, and a deep crimson polyester comforter drawn over the bed. Absolutely nothing matched. Meg stood at the foot of the bed. Her feathered lipstick had been freshened, and her hair taken down from its barrette. She wore a robe of the same faux silk variety as Patrick's, only hers was a solid color. A royal blue that brought out her eyes. No accident, I was sure. I could tell from her nipples poking through the fabric that, like me, she was naked beneath the robe. Despite her obvious nervousness, I suspected she was already at least somewhat aroused. So, here we are, I announced, a stupid statement made purely to fill the silence. I shoved my hands inside my pockets, only then recalling the tube of lube and foil-wrapped condoms I'd stashed there in preparation. In preparation for what I still wasn't clear on, would one or all of us chicken out at the last gasp? Would I end up back in my own room, checking my laptop for return flights, and cursing the lack of an in-room TV? Though I'd find out soon enough, the novelist in me wanted to know the ending up front and at this moment.